Hello and welcome to the episode 71 of What A Fab Day. I am your host, Simon Mas. Today, among other things, the Beatles perform as a trio, Paul gets married, and George is busted for drug use. On the 12th of March 1961, the Beatles, with Pete Best on drums, played two concerts in the same night in Liverpool. The venues were the Casbah Coffee Club and the Casanova Club. In 1962, still with Pete Best on drums, the Beatles performed at the Kingsway Club in Southport. The event was not advertised in any way. In 1963, the Beatles' Montez Row package tour reached the Granada Cinema in Bedford. Britain was still covered in snow and John Lennon was forced to stay in bed with a heavy cold. The Beatles then performed as a trio, rearranging the songs so that George or Paul could sing John's lines. On this date in 1964, the Beatles returned at the Twickenham Film Studios to shoot the hotel room sequence. Meanwhile, from 10am to 12 noon, George Martin and his staff completed the stereo mixdown of Come Gib Mir Dein Hand and Sie Liebt Dich. By the way, if you like what you're hearing in this podcast, please visit www.simonmas.com support to find ways to help me to focus even more on my free content. If you have comments, either constructive criticism or praises, send them my way. Please be fab. You can help a lot even just sharing this podcast with your friends. Thank you. A lot happened on the 12th of March 1969. For a start, Paul McCartney and Linda Eastman got married at the Marylebone Register Office. The ceremony was meant to be a secret, and the registry office had been booked only the previous day. But somehow, some reporters heard about the whole affair and turned up uninvited. To avoid the crowd, Paul and Linda entered the office via a side door. No other Beatle was in attendance. John and Yoko were at the EMI studios in Abbey Road, listening and tweaking a private recording of a piece called Peace Song. In the meantime, George Harrison's house was raided by the police. The infamous sergeant Norman Pilcher of the Scotland Yard's drugs squad led the raid. Pilcher liked to see his name in the tabloids and he had made sure to focus on busting a number of rock stars to get some attention. Mick Jagger, Eric Clapton, John Lennon all became acquainted with him at some point or other, but Pilcher seemed to be especially fond of harassing Brian Jones. It is believed that he actually framed a number of celebrities in his raids and this seemed to be the case today. To avoid any difficulties, Pilcher wanted his squad to raid George's house when it was likely empty, and so he had chosen the day of Paul's wedding for the procedure, reasoning that both the Harrisons would have been engaged with their friends. In fact, Patty Harrison was at home, while George was in his Apple office. When the police arrived, Patty called George. He, in turn, alerted Apple press officer Derek Taylor, who called the lawyer. By the time they all arrived at George's house, the police had found a large piece of hashish hidden in one of George's shoes, 
He commented that the drug wasn't his. I'm a tidy man. I keep my socks in the sock drawer and the stash in the stash box. It's not mine. Taylor, in the Beatles anthology book, is quoted saying, George didn't have to be busted because he was doing nobody any harm. I still believe what they did was an intrusion into personal life. Years later, both Patty and George had something to say on the police attitude. Patty resented deeply that they tried to make themselves at home while waiting to arrest a couple, serving themselves some tea and watching TV, trying to make small chat about the Beatles and their music. George remembered that their police dog was called Yoji, an obvious attempt of making fun of the connection with Maharishi and of George's own spiritual awakening. The Harrisons were brought to the Escher police station, their fingerprints taken, and they were formally charged and released on bail. After that, George suggested that he and Patty join the McCartney's wedding party. Finally, on this day, Glyn Jones went on with his mixing of the Get Back tapes to produce an album, again at the Olympic Sound Studios. Today, he worked on The Long and Winding Road and Let It Be. Finally, it was on this day in 1970 that George and Patty Harrison moved into Friar Park, a Victorian mansion in Oxfordshire that can be seen on the cover of George's All Things Must Pass. The 120-room property included a 35-acre garden and had been bought in January 1970 for £140,000, about £1,885,000 in 2020 money. George, Patty and their friends Terry Doran and Chris O'Dell lived for a few months in the house without heating nor furniture, sleeping in a grand hall with a fire constantly burning in the fireplace. Gradually, with a lot of work, the building became a home. And with this homely story, we can conclude another episode of What A Fab Day. Tomorrow, we'll have what's probably the first time John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison and Ringo Starr were in the same room together. Write me a comment to guess what year that was. For the moment, I wish you a good day and a fab continuation. Simon Mas, music you love.